Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hi-de-ho, Dougo! Howdy-ho, neighborino, Bentonoe. <laughs> I don't know where that one came from, from from me or from you. Our guest today is a very funny comedian named Jay Washington. He was going to do my Patreon weed show, Getting Done with High, a couple of days ago, but he had to cancel the night before. Uh, so I always take those opportunities to be like, oh, yeah, you want to cancel last minute? Let me give you another chance to cancel last minute. Uh, how about doing my other podcast on Thursday? And he said yes. And he had a good reason for canceling. He got, because this happens in show business, he got like two auditions that were like smack dab oh. around the time that I wanted him to do my show. And yeah. you can't, you know, you can't say no to auditions. So the first thing I'm going to ask him, or, you, you know, we'll say hi first and stuff, but. I'm going to ask him early on uh, how those auditions went and we'll get, you know, the listeners will get kind of a glimpse behind the mysterious uh, part of the process of Woo-hoo. getting in. Uh, I don't even know what the auditions were for. Maybe, you know, might have been an audition for a day job. <laughs> 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 no, I'm sure it was acting auditions. So I'm, I'm always fascinated by that stuff and we'll, uh, we'll, you know, we'll ask him about it. Okay. You ready? Let's okay. do it. All right. Have another cup of coffee during the uh, theme song, Doug, and uh, let's go to work. Hello, Jay Washington. I I feel like I want to start a mosh pit after that intro. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm here for it. Yeah, it's very moshy, uh, our theme song. Man, for that's no a particular dope reason. Because neither one of us really uh, identify as, uh, you know, uh, heavy, heavy metal mosh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it is a fun way to uh, sort of wake up at the top of the show. And uh, first of all, Jay, how are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. Today is a. It's actually warmer than it's been, as we all, all know here in LA. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we've had our uh, our version of winter really, really hit hard this year. Yeah, so it's like 56 degrees. Uh, so I'm, you know, I'm enjoying this heat wave. But other than that, man, I'm good. I cannot complain. Well, that's good. Well, you know, 
generally we don't uh complain about much on this show but uh if any complaints do come up we won't hold it against you that you promise not to complain um and um so my first question is how did your uh auditions go the other day dude they they went great uh they you know now most of them are back you know you have to select them out that's back in person so you mm-hmm. go in and of course it's still like all right let's go let's get it over with because by the time i had to go up i'm in the middle of the day so most of these casting directors are tired of seeing everybody and so you're trying to listen to their instruction what you want that they want you to do and you're doing it then they're like no don't do do it this way do it this way and i'm like all right cool and so i got to go from one to the other and so it's been a you know, good get back into the swing of things of going back to auditions in person because doing a whole bunch of self tapes is another thing because I hate looking at myself all day every day. <laughs> right, they really forced people uh, during the pandemic to like become like you know you, you might as well make the whole thing yourself if you're filming you know going to the trouble of filming yourself and uh, really performing the material. Like uh, I did a few of those and it was always you, you just the fact that you can always keep doing more takes. That's why the actors in movies don't decide how many takes they're, they're done. The director does because, yep. because the actor would just want another take. Cause you could always do it better. There's always, there's always some way you can prove it. You know, you're like, Oh, I could have just did this one little thing. Let's try it again. And the problem is you start doing it with cell tapes. And now you're like, Oh, I thought this looked, you know what? None of these look good. So now you are just picking which one you think is trash. The best of the trash is in. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, the best trash is what you send off to them and you just like cross your fingers and you just don't know. Like, have you ever had an audition that you thought went terrible and then you booked the job? Uh-huh. A couple times. <laughs> I, I've had, I was like, I, I got what? Okay, cool. You sure it's me? And then it, all of a sudden I'm on set. And I'm, like, I'm not sure of anything until I hit the set. You know, I could get told you booked. I'm like, all right, I'm told to be there. And then I'm on set. Now I'm shooting it. I'm like, okay, so this really happened. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, that stuff is crazy. Uh, you just never know when, uh, you know, we, even if you don't feel right about it, that the people on the other side could could have loved it. Yeah, all the time, <laughs> all the time. Okay, so <laughs> on the other side of it, have you, you felt like you aced an audition and then the phone didn't ring? Oh, hell yeah. I can't tell you the amount of times <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, I killed this. I should be getting a call back in a couple of hours. Okay, a couple of hours passed. Okay, maybe tomorrow. Okay, next day. Okay, maybe they thought my number changed. Let me make sure I paid my <laughs> phone bill. You know, you just start because you know you killed this audition, and you're like, "There's you should. There's no reason you shouldn't get it." And it's been like, "Uh, what happened?" And then I'll see like if it's a commercial or a TV show or something, I'll see what they booked. I was like, "Well, you could have just told me you wanted a black British dude in the first place, and I'd have <laughs> never shown up." Right, or got on that, you know, did the accent. Man, my accent, I'd never get something. I got to do a British accent. I know for a fact I'm not getting a job. My British accent sounds terrible. Right, but isn't it weird how British accents always don't seem right from a, a black person? Like, they obviously are plenty of British black people, but it's still, there's something exotic about it. Yeah, from the, yeah, black British people. London Hughes is a good friend of mine. She's a, a comic from London, and her her British accent's like, oh my God, you sound like you're so exotic, but you're like, no, you're just a black woman from another different country, but it's it's weird. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it really is. Uh, it is interesting when uh, when that happens, or like when Don Cheadle does the British accent in the Ocean's movies. I'm just like that. You know, that seems fake, but then you see a real British black guy, and that's it's, it. Sounds like exactly like that. But it's something about 
knowing Don Cheadle doesn't normally speak that way makes it feel unreal to me. Oh, yeah, that's because also Don Cheadle has money to get a a, a voice coach to make sure he sounds <laughs> right. exactly like what he needs to sound like. Yeah, he nails it, but it still sounds like he's just making fun of British people. <laughs> It does. You know, it it does. feels like he's just putting on the accent for a laugh, you know? Yeah, it does. It does. You, you are absolutely right. <laughs> and he's also got a, I forget what his name is in those movies, but he's also got a, a, a funny name too, like Sparky or something like that. Um, yeah, well, that's what we're here to talk about is names. And I forgot, did I introduce you to the other Doug? We, we figured out in, before we came on the air, <laughs> the air, uh, before we started rolling tape, nope, that's not right either. But anyway, <laughs> earlier today, earlier today, we uh, discussed the fact that uh, Jay and Doug have not met. So the, the two, or at least both of you, don't think you have. We don't believe so. We don't believe so. Look, you said it before when we started uh, recording, rolling, whatever we're gonna call this. Uh, that like as a comic, you meet so many people in passing. And unless you're like seeing people regularly, you're like, I think I might have met you. I'm not 100% right. sure. Have I seen you? I don't know. I'm not going to rake my brain all day. Maybe something will happen. And then something clicks eventually. Yeah. And, and also, on-, on the other hand, I've, you know, I've been told not too often because I pride myself on, you know, remembering other comedians. But every once in a while, somebody be like, we did a whole weekend together in whatever city. And I'll just be like, I do not. Uh, I do not remember that. Yeah, but so I don't know. If, I, if I'm the person that did a weekend with somebody and they don't remember it, I'm also not offended. And I don't feel like anybody should be, you know, like because of this. We meet people all the time. Like it's right. It's and crazy. it just means it just means you they hated your act and this forgot about you. <laughs> like uh, garbage. you were unmemorable as hell. Like if nothing was about you was important to remember. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna break down your name uh, and discuss uh, one part at a time, oh, starting okay, with starting with a question that has nothing to do with your name that we ask all of our guests. <laughs> What's your tattoo situation? I have nine. Nine. How many? Uh, I have nine tattoos. How do you keep track of them all? Because uh, I keep I counted so long ago when I got my last one, I counted. And I used to tell myself I had a goal of how many I total I wanted to get. And my goal total was 13. And somebody asked me one day, why do I want to get 13 tattoos? And I swear to God, this is my legit answer. I said, because of Jesus and the 12 disciples. I don't know why that was the response, but that was the <laughs> answer I gave. Because of Jesus and the 12 disciples. And so... <laughs> And so I was, you know, I just was like, yeah, but I, I, cause I've had it. Cause I used to, I used to be a pro wrestler as well. And indie pro wrestler still kind of, am, just kind of semi-retired or whatever. And so I used to get the tattoos and be like, oh, let me enhance the character to be this badass and have these tattoos. And then I just started liking getting them. And then I just realized how expensive they were. And I was like, I don't like getting them that much. <laughs> well, that's uh that's one good reason to stop. But you don't, you didn't mind the, uh, they're not painful to you. Oh, they absolutely. You know what? Like, I don't. I have a couple of smaller ones. You know, they they were done pretty quick, so the pain went away fast. 
but two I have on like I have one on each bicep and one is like a sun like an evil sun I have and the thing was when they did it half and half so he did the front half by my tricep and I was like okay cool it didn't went numb but I forgot when he got to the front half I could still feel everything and I had to tell him stop about three seven three three to seven times I was like hey man I need to catch my breath this is this is too much right now Damn. yeah <laughs> uh well Congratulations on knowing how many you have because Doug lost track of, of his. <laughs> <laughs> his got away from him. But uh, uh, so you think you're probably going to stick with nine despite the disciples thing. You know, it depends on if I actually get some money in my life. If I book a big major job where I can be like, oh, what's my gift to myself? It'll be the other four tattoos. Now, what, what those four are going to be? We still playing the guessing game on that, but it'll be four more. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Three of the disciples weren't that important. You know, I don't know if I should get <laughs> Judas necessarily. <laughs> yeah, why does Judas even count? I mean, it's like he was a disciple and then he said he was sorry. I think that's why we still count him. Because he you know, apologized like afterwards. Like Ocean's Eleven, you know, if one of them uh, ended up being, uh, you know, uh, a rat or something, uh, you know, they'd quickly say, they'd start saying Ocean's Ten. They wouldn't, uh, you know, keep the number. Yeah, I you know what I was I, I don't like I'd be like yo that person didn't exist. I would watch I want to see the number the title card change at the end from eleven it gets scratched out then it just drops down to ten. You know it really should the expression should be eleven disciples and one former disciple. Yeah, yeah. And I don't like one, you know I don't know much about the Bible, but I just figured that out. I mean, I just know that's the one dude that everybody's like, he still counts like he should. But I yeah. think because he, he's the one person we accept an apology from out of all people. Like he said, Lord, I'm sorry. Afterwards, but it's like, hey, man, you the reason dude is on the cross. Like, yeah, it's a whole other story. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> he, he wasn't he wasn't cool. Uh, he's just trying to be cool. You know, that's the problem with most, most Judases is they're just trying to fit in and uh, stand out. So. Growing up, Jay, how was that? Is Jay derived from anything, or is that your like birth name, J-A-Y-J? No, Jay is actually short. Uh, it's, it's a nickname that my aunts gave me growing up. Uh, my, I have the blackest black man name for a full name ever. Uh, sounds My full name literally sounds like I work on an alley on cars and fix our, our carburetors all the time. But I grew up outside of Chicago, and so... <laughs> Wait a second. So what's your actual first name? Here we go. All right. My first name is Jerome, J-E-R-O-M-E. Okay. And so, yeah, you say, yeah, it is. It it is all right for a 72-year-old black man that sits in a wicker (laughs) chair all damn day. Uh, So, watch, it works a hell of a lot better. And so, my aunts aunts and my uncles growing up always called me Jay anyway. That was just the thing, the nickname they already always had for me. So, when I decided, when I got into stand-up and when I stopped using my wrestling name at first, because I sounded like a uh, very scary comic coming to the stage being named Trauma. Uh, and so when I used Jay, it just fit better. But growing up south side of Chicago, I, mean, I grew up in the 80s and 90s when it was extremely violent. And my mom was a single mother for my brother and I because my dad had passed when I was five. <laughs> and so it was a matter of literally trying to get an education ducking and dodging all the craziness but still trying to have fun as a kid and in a teenager well you know i like jay for you know instead of jerome just because you know jay sounds like it's short for joint 
Of course you do. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a hell of a thing. I'm like, yeah, my name is Joint Washington. What? <laughs> uh, so, Jay, uh, you know, you, you got to that quickly from Jerome. And so now the only time people know you're Jerome is like when you have to show an ID somewhere or something. Yeah, pretty much. And uh, what professionally do you uh, are you credited as Jay? In, yeah. On screen. Yes, Jay Washington on screen. The only time they actually messed up and used my actual government name was this movie I did called Landline. And uh, I told the dude, hey, I'm filling this out. You asked for all my information as, as it's on my ID. I said, but I know stage wise through SAG <laughs> and all that other shit, I needed to yeah. say J-A-Y. And so it's in the credits as Jerome J. Washington. I was like, you know, you need to go ahead and try to fix this, fam. Like, I need you to <laughs> change this. <laughs> He's like, well, the movie's done. I was like, well, it's digital. You can you can do some deleting, can't you? And just re-upload. But you know, it's it's cool. I so because the crazy thing is when I'm so used to people calling me Jay on the street, everybody, you know, like I said, family has always done that. So when someone calls me Jerome, I'm like, you gotta know me, know me personally. And I'm like, who in the hell is calling me that? Because it's either somebody I know I grew up with or a government official. Yeah, it's always uh, for us, Dougs. It's uh, when someone says Douglas, you know, you know, you're just talking to like a, a phone sales person that you've never met or something, or you know, in any correspondence with either, and they start off with Douglas. It's like you don't know me. And then <laughs> when they call us Jerome, it's like, where did that come from? That is really out of nowhere, man. But I appreciate my new nickname is going to be Doug now after this. You know, what I'm saying if I'm on, <laughs> I'm a new Doug now. Just so you know, I'm Doug Washington. That's just going to sound like it's weird, but it's going to happen. <laughs> uh, uh, I was just reminded that uh, the the um, one of the guys in the band Three Eleven is uh, he goes by S A Martinez, but his actual first name is Doug. And That's so, uh, weird. so I, I I understand <laughs> he's such a cool guy. I totally get why everybody calls him like he has a nickname that like stuck, and uh, you know nobody calls him Doug unless they want to maybe get a fistful of fingers or a face full of you get the idea so <laughs> <laughs> so what about uh going into comedy was it uh uh you know weird for you to uh did the, the first name jay uh make you think that uh people might compare you or think of jay leno when they hear your name if they compare me to jay leno they really are <laughs> they are visually challenged if they even think the same uh no actually so like i said i was when i first started stand up i started immediately like after i had a neck injury in pro wrestling and so when i got into stand up because i was a black comic when i got in, i was like oh i gotta have a cool little nickname and so I was like, well, I got a nickname already. It's my pro wrestling name I'm using at the time, Trauma. So I was doing that. And it wasn't until I was doing my first mainstream club during the weekend. And uh, it was Riddle's Comedy Club in Alsop, Illinois. And I was about, I was hosting that weekend. And the guy in the back was going to bring me up. And he was like, uh, what's your first name? Because I'm not calling you Trauma in front of these old white people. And I was like, just say <laughs> Jay. And it stuck. <laughs> Wow, that's how these things happen. Yep, that's literally what. Because it, it was like it was a bunch of middle aged, older white people. Because that's the neighborhood Alsip is, and that was the primary clientele of the club at the time. And so I was like, yeah, because calling me trauma in front of all these people was going to be a really weird experience for everybody involved. 
but you're not a you know you in your stand up you don't present you're not a traumatic individual so like people would you know it's like when they call a big guy tiny or something i think people would get it wouldn't they you would hope so. You see how you said it with a question mark at the end? It's still yeah. that you would hope so. Oh no, here comes trauma. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need some Evelyn in the front row being all shaken and everything. Yeah, that's true. I but I was also thinking I like the name Trauma Washington. I like the formality <laughs> of the last name, but with trauma at the beginning. So you had a lot of uh, options, and uh, you didn't care about uh, Jay, Jay Leno. Never entered your uh, not at all. No. Yeah, Jay Leno was like, "Yeah, you know what? There's gonna be a black guy someday, and he's gonna sound like me." No, that was never <laughs> a thought in my mind. <laughs> the other uh, Jays that I could think, of, I just always like to try to think of, uh, you know, the first name of our guests, like uh, things from pop culture, whether you know, where that's, uh, you know their name is and uh so there's jay-z of course yeah but i definitely right? don't look like a camel okay so that's another one <laughs> hey <laughs> he knows he's a billion dollar camel for anybody that's getting mad he's a billion dollar camel married to a billion dollar beauty so can't be mad at that all right i thought of a name for musical theater where it's the first initial j pierpont finch and that's from a show called uh, How to Succeed in Business Without Really Trying. Before the- I dreamt it. Um, what Any J's you can think of, Doug? Jay, God, what is the last name? He's in, he's part of the like Rogan crew. Damn it, Jay. Oh. <laughs> Tall, skinny dude. Fuck. <laughs> Can't think of his last name. But it's a J. <laughs> 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 I I'm not, I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing with you because I don't I'm not sure exactly who you're speaking of, and I should probably know that person. Baruchel. What? Oh, Jay Baruchel from How to Train Your Dragon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seth Rogen's buddy from This Is the Oh, end. the actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's from the. Uh, he wrote the Goon movies, and uh, yeah, he he's that? great. Holy shit! Yeah, he's you know he's in them too, but he wrote the. Uh, uh, he was super into hockey, so he like co-wrote the first one. I think he had a hand in the second one. Oh, that's and, amazing! Wow. Yeah, no, that you know, writing about what you know is really it's just proven time and time again. Um, have you? Have you done anything as a, you know, as a former now infrequent a pro wrestler? Have you uh, tried to use that persona in, in any other sense? Like uh, maybe like create a movie or sitcom for yourself? A- absolutely. Absolutely. I've uh, definitely created a sitcom. Uh, I've went through a couple iterations of it and I think I'm, I'm solid on what I have now. And uh, I sent it to uh, an agent I was connected with just to read it. And they were like, yo, this is amazing because it's never been done before the way I did it and the way I structured it. Because it was something I was like, I could tell this story. It's not, you know, there's a lot of wrestling shows on TV, of course, now because it's just like stand up shows. But it was a matter of taking the way I did it and just making it different from everything else. And then I've gotten a chance to play a wrestler in a couple of movies and music videos and stuff. And so having the experience of 20 something years of it, you know, it was able to just take the lingo and translate it to a lot of things in my actual real life, 
that I've gone through and, you know, make it into a funny story. You haven't had any issues with uh, a, a challenge from the audience if you bring up wrestling during your comedy. So it's funny. A lot of people who know me, they always ask me, they're like, do you talk about it? Do you talk about it? And I tell them I used to. And when I first started, because that was what I knew, you know, that was all I really, I'm a pro wrestler, blah, blah, blah. I was sneaking in. And so I would either bring it up and people would just look like, oh my God, I'm so amazed. How do you do all that? And I'm like, I just don't want to have a half an hour conversation about pro wrestling after stand up. Or, or I would stop bringing it up in shows when I was in Chicago and I would have guys come up to me after the show like, yo, I know you look familiar from somewhere. And so my first go to is, well, you probably see me at a comedy show somewhere. He's like, no, nah, that's not it. So then I knew exactly mm-hmm. what it was. It was like, <laughs> oh, you know me as a wrestler. I had somebody stop me in a mall in Chicago because, you know, they knew me as a wrestler. And I was just like, OK, this is cool. You know, but at that time I was transitioning from being a wrestler to being a stand up. Yeah. Well, I, just I like Benson. What? Just, just like, like you. Me? It's the yeah. same thing I went through in my. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I went from not being a, not doing anything to being a stand up. So it was, the transition <laughs> was a little easier. Um, just, just a regular life to a crazy life. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I just uh, just jumped right in. Um, have you ever gotten a ticket for jaywalking? you know what i didn't even think that was a real thing but no <laughs> like some i remember somebody told me that once before, my first time i heard about it was in chicago because you learning stuff when you growing up like oh you shouldn't jaywalk and i was like what in the hell is jaywalking and they was like oh that's when you cross the street when you're not supposed to and blah 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 i said uh if the street is clear and i can make it across i'm gonna do that and i remember we did it one time and i saw a cop and i was like is this the time i get a jaywalking ticket and the cop was like just shook his head and just drove off and i was like oh so it's not a real thing you know but i hear certain cities they're like they'll get you for sure for it but i've never i've been fortunate to never have a jaywalking ticket well i don't want to try to fight that in court because i don't want to try to force fight that in court no, they shake their head because they just don't, you know, they're just like seeing an illegal act, but they just don't want to fuck with the paperwork. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's right more a work for them ticket. to give you a yep. ticket for that, you know? Yep. But yep. It's, it, it's, I'm sure it's, you know, giving the cops a great, great excuse to hassle a lot of people that, uh, you know, uh, you know, they're trying to bring them down for other things, but they catch them crossing the street in the wrong spot. Of but, course, because uh, now you're breaking the law. Yeah. I've gotten uh I've been cited on more than one occasion and uh Whoa. both times I was like this is bullshit and then I looked back on it and I thought you know well you know what jaywalking does sort of in a in a busy intersection does fuck with uh you know uh drivers that are trying to make that left when the light goes yellow uh if you're crossing late now suddenly you're just you're in their way and they have to get out of the way of oncoming traffic so it's uh I, I think it's a push. I think like here in California, I think they just decided that they're not going to give tickets for it anymore. And it's going to be officially just a shake of the head. And then they drive off. Well, see, uh, that's the smart. That's the smartest thing to do, because, again, it's a wasted time. You gonna have everybody like, yeah, I get these cities want to try to make revenue and shit. But this is the one you want to give somebody revenue of just crossing the damn street. That's literally yeah. how dumb it sounds. It's wild. But, you know. The person who crosses the street and gets hit by a car, that causes a lot of issues for a lot of people. <laughs> Stay safe, everybody. That's the point <laughs> I'm trying to make. I, I um, hit a kid once. What? 
I had a kid that was like running like through traffic basically. I was and I just got my license. It was so traumatic. Oh but, my god. Oh, yeah. we're supposed to be hearing was... this story? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it was all fine. The kid was initially like uh, what what made it worse <laughs> the the guy I was like carpooling with like my best buddy at the time he was just laughing while I was like shaking behind the wheel. I thought I'd kill the kid. And uh but yeah, the kid just ran through traffic and I had a green light going left and he just jumped in front of my car and I hit him. There's there's nothing I could have done. Like it was not my fault, but that doesn't matter in that instance. You're you're nervous as hell. And uh and you know, I get home and I have to like tell my mom and my mom starts screaming at me and it was not my fault. She's <laughs> like, You did what? So it was just layers of I felt awful and was Oh God, it was bad. But I want to tell up, you how that story sounds different from anything I would ever be able to say or any other black person. Yeah. You said I went home. Do you understand what I'm saying? You were able yeah, to go home on your own home. accord. You know, what I'm saying? and then tell the story face to face, not over a phone or between some glass. Like if right, I hit a kid, right. it's not going to be a. So I went home afterwards, you know, and then now I got to go through all type of tests. I'm sitting in lockup till they make sure everything is clear. There's a lot of questions now. No. Yeah, Doug, they gave the cops gave him a ride home and they stopped for ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> so you got out the car, they called you a little scamp and all that shit. You know, it was just like, uh. How old was this kid you hit? Uh, I was, so I was 16. He was like, I think in the ninth grade, like whatever you'd be 14, 15. There wasn't oh, much. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So you're saying you hit a kid because he was a kid at the time, but you were, you were barely, it's not like you I was hit, as an kid. adult hit a kid. Yeah. It's crazy that you can be 16 and get behind a, the wheel of a car. Right. Like, Cause you're going to just fucking plow over 14 year olds. <laughs> <laughs> See again, it's, like, it's just nothing but kids hitting kids nowadays. You little scamps. God, that's so weird. And so what were, what was the extent of his injuries? He was fine. He did try to like come at us, like uh, he like tried to like sue me or whatever. But I had like a bunch of witnesses. What's what kind of broke me out of it? I was like all nervous behind the wheel. I get out of the car. This old lady like pulls me out of the car, and she was like, "That little fucker deserved it." Because like people saw like he was running through moving traffic. That's a bad idea. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, he deserved it. Yeah, he yeah, was drunk yeah. or something. He was on mushrooms. Yeah. Oh God. Getting hit by a car of mushrooms. <laughs> Why didn't he just like you know throw his legs up and slide across like Starsky and Hutch or something? <laughs> <laughs> why? Why does it have to be so violent? Why doesn't he just jump up in the air, slide over the hood car, and shit? Let the car go underneath him, like they're yeah. doing something. Uh, okay, so Jay, what is uh, your middle name? Lavelle. Okay, like um, L A V E L L. No, L E V E L L. Like level with an extra L. <laughs> Listen, there's a thing with black parents. I don't know where the fuck my middle name came from. Like, I, you know, look, if my mother would have had her way initially, I would have been named Stephen. S T E P H E N. No, I'm sorry, Stefan, not Stephen. Stefan. <laughs> and so my aunt 
decided to convince her to change it to Jerome, which, again, I'm really very upset at my aunt for that because it's like, what in the fuck was the point? But, yeah, I'm Lavelle with an extra. It's just it's really, really weird. <laughs> now, now do you see why I say my whole name sounds like I belong in an alley fixing carburetors and alternators with a cigarette hanging off my lip that don't fall? <laughs> that is why. Jerome Lavelle Washington. I feel like this podcast is meant to get information when you put in security codes on websites. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we get we just through casual conversation, we get all of our guests to spill keywords from their uh, passwords, uh, words that are you know close to them that most people don't know. Right. Uh, like now, all people have to do is just use the word Jerome, the name Jerome, to try to, f- to find your shit. Um, but. I, all, I feel like so much, all our information is out there. So just let's just go ahead and get your social security number and get it on. <laughs> all right. It's 42761. <laughs> I like how you can get that deep into a fake one. It sounded real. That sounded, sounded real. real to me. <laughs> yeah, you could have been a 427. There's somebody just trying to rewind, just rewinding the audio right now for 10 seconds. It was like, wait a minute. What did he say? 42761. Like, no, you're not getting shit out of me. I think the only reason I know my social security number is that we is because we don't have to memorize uh, phone numbers anymore. You know, I got rid of all those phone numbers, and so I have plenty of room for a little a little number thing or two. I was thinking about that a while ago. I used to be damn good at remembering phone numbers. Like I yeah. can remember just a lot of people's numbers. And I think it's got to the point, you know, when cell phones came out and you could just store the number there and you don't have to remember it. It was like, I don't need to remember anybody's number. And the best part is when somebody, you ask somebody their own number and they got to stop and think about it. You're like, you don't know the fucking number that you have. Is there, that's something wrong. Yeah. I, I do know my phone numbers, but they're, they're, you know, dangerously close to the area of numbers that I don't know. There's people that are very close to me that I don't I don't know what their phone number is. I mean, they're in my phone and I will I'd be able to call them if I had my phone. But if I didn't have my phone, I'd have to figure out their number some other way or just DM them on some uh, site or something. <laughs> yeah, I think, I, you know, I tell some people like, yo, if I didn't have the number in my phone, I wouldn't probably call my daughter's mom or my son because, man, I'd be forgetting the numbers every now, every two days. I was like, yeah, what the fuck is that? And then I scroll like, okay, that's <laughs> what it is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's um, what it is. <laughs> well, I want to slow things down uh, and take a break for some commercials, some nice, relaxing commercials, uh, some very unfunny commercials, and then uh, we'll be right back. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. We are back and uh, we have discerned that the full name is Jerome Lavelle Washington. That is hilarious that this keeps getting repeated like that. I feel like this is going to be the worst Twitter uh, mentions ever. But yes, that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> you get people yelling at you, Jerome! <laughs> I'm like, I start punching people in the throat. I don't believe this. 
Uh, I just said it again, just, you know, to remind people, I don't know how long the commercial break was, but just, you know, let people know where we're at and also to lead into this, which is, I think you have very respectable, I always judge people based on their initials and JLW, that's a nice sounding set of initials. Thank, I appreciate it. Now, I will say because of my initials, my both of my kids, they both have the same three. Well, they have two. No, they have two different sets of initials. Uh, I, th- I was trying to give them a middle name, but I couldn't think of nothing that would be nice to them. So both of my kids initials are jaw. Oh, OK, because they have kids. Both have, like I will say my son's 19 and I, he's still my son. They both have cute jaws, him and my nine year old daughter. But they got those little <laughs> cute, cuddly jaws. But yeah, their initials both are J.A.W. See, that's a, that's the kind of next level parenting, or I should say name selection, where you actually consider the initials, because I think people probably it doesn't cross their mind much, because how often do the initials even come into play? I think only when people look at them or if, if you got some money to have a, a monogram just stitched on some shit for some reason, if you right? walk around in a bathrobe. Yeah. Can you believe? Can you? What well, it sure would suck if your like actual initials were SWJ or SJW. <laughs> There's somebody out here running around with those initials, just like no, no, no. You don't understand. Here's the thing: that's their initials, and they're conservatives. So like, yeah. they got to try to explain to everybody. Look, no, they gotta I keep, didn't know this was gonna happen. They got to keep those initials <laughs> under wraps because that's one of their favorite things to call people. That's one of their favorite insults. They can't let people know. That's interesting. I'm going to do a search for politicians with the initials JW and then just find the ones with a uh, that that won't work. (laughs) (laughs) I was just waiting to see where this went, but I didn't know. (laughs) Yeah. I don't don't know where that's going. Uh, What about, okay, so at this point in your life, uh, do any of your, like, uh, you know, other, do adults or children in your life have uh, any particular nickname for you outside of uh, J or trauma? Uh, to my son, I'm Pops. My To my daughter, I'm Hey Dad and Dad. And I'm with, <laughs> I'm just with, I'm with Dad with such a throwaway line. Uh, to my daughter's mom, I'm Jerome no matter what, because she will not accept J. She's like, no, no, no. I met you as that. That's what you're going to be. And I was like, I get it. Uh, other nicknames. I think that's really it. Because, like, I don't. Yeah, I don't have any. other. No, I do. Fuck. Here we go. Right. <laughs> <sighs> Since we go ahead and be an open book on this shit. Here we are. So my aunts call me Jay. Right. That's one thing they've always called me. But one of my aunts gave me a nickname that I rarely, look, I rarely tell people, listen, Doug, I must, both of Doug's, I must be very comfortable with you two gentlemen in this moment. <laughs> Fuck, I hate him. T- my aunt calls me Gizmo. Gizmo. What? Giz- <laughs> yeah, my aunt calls me Gizmo like the gremlins because of my birthmark on my forehead. And she calls me Gizmo. She says, you have the cute little birthmark and you're cuddly like a gremlin. And I was like, that doesn't help when you say it like that at the end. She's like, well, he's not a gremlin just yet. I said, but you started off with it because of a gremlin. You know, but yeah, my aunt calls me Gizmo. And it's just one of those things. I'm grown, grown. And when she sees me, she's still a do that. And people will be around. And I'm looking at like, hey, I'm going to need you to stop this shit. You know, this is just this is evil. (laughs) Maybe she calls you that. (laughs) Maybe she calls you that because uh, you don't like to get wet after midnight. 
Oh, I do. I do. It's, I mean, you know. Or wait, no, you like to eat after midnight. and It's get wet anytime, right? You can never get a gremlin. Yeah. Wet. You can never get a gremlin. You can't eat after so midnight. gremlins can never bathe unless it's all like dry bathing. And how the, how the hell does dry bathing rub? That's like a dry rub on chicken. It just ain't making sense to me. But like, yeah. how does dry bathing work? That's just rubbing yourself down and and. Gizmo looks like he's got luxurious fur like he licks his own fur like a cat does but then he'd be getting himself wet and then he'd multiply yeah I (laughs) there's a lot of things about the movie the first movie Gremlins that no one ever answers like there's a it's set in during Christmas time right and they walk through the snow snow is what frozen snow is water that's turned into flakes that's hit the ground <laughs> and they can walk through and they're not just popping out babies all oh through this movie God. they wow. took that really one good, part out that's a really good point i they never thought about snow. how those, those gremlins <laughs> run through the snow they even wow. like make snowballs and throw them yes they do all of it. They go in a bar. Now, granted, water isn't like di- alcohol directly isn't water, but it's still a liquid because clearly water that runs down a paint, a painting and gremlins too give us weird gremlins with chrome chromosome disorders because that's what happened in gremlins too. But the first one, they should be getting changed because of drinking alcohol. Like there should be a bunch of gremlins coming out that just look like they've been funneled with Jack Daniels and tequila. <laughs> I think it's I think it's a funny concept that they can they can drink water but they can't get it on them. Cause you still think they'd be pretty uh pretty weird about water in general if it was gonna because like the first time Gizmo has all those little gremlins pop out of his back, he seems like he's in a, a lot of pain. Yeah, he's yeah. giving birth through his spine. Yeah. So you think he'd be the first one to look over the clock and go, Oh, maybe I shouldn't snack right now. <laughs> Do you think Gizmo knows how to tell time? Because Gizmo doesn't even really talk, right? Uh, He doesn't, but Gizmo learned from TV. Never forget. (laughs) Gizmo knows how to be Rambo, how to take a a paper clip, a rubber band, a match, and a print pencil. So that don't tell you that Gizmo is smart or some shit. Something's wrong. Yeah, I forgot that Gizmo goes full Rambo, including like the headband and everything. A headband and everything. He's Gizmo is resourceful. Like you know, several seasons into Mandalorian and Baby Grogu, still, still just uh, you know, getting making candy move with his mind. Um, yeah, like this. This is not just a. <laughs> this is not just a dumb furry creature. This is a creature that has intelligence. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Somebody I know rewatched or watched uh, Gremlins for the first time recently, and when Gizmo showed up, was like, "Oh, shades of Baby Yoda." I'm like, "What? What do you mean? Is the other way?" Around? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> that, you have to cut that. That person got to get cut out your life after that because if that's a, if they compare, oh man, look like they tried to copy Baby Yoda. You like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> Do you know how time works? Jesus Christ. Like, did you really say that with seriousness and conviction? Like, yeah, Baby Yoda. You know that Baby Yoda is about a three, four-year-old thing. Gizmo technically is an adult on his way to AARP if we go up from the time the Gremlins came out. Yeah, she just, uh, you know, she's just been weird in a tweet and, you know, meant to say, uh, you know, something more like, uh, this reminds me of Baby Yoda. Or even better, Baby Yoda is a rip off of Gizmo. 
That would have been the best because that's what I thought when I first saw Baby Yoda. They're still kind of from the same, you know, they're still Spielberg and Lucas babies, basically. So they're still all, uh, you know, the same world, just like how E.T.'s show up in some of the Star Wars movies, which I've never (laughs) been able to make sense of. (laughs) So, like, they know where planet E.T. is from, but just won't tell us. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's true. They just the, there's some ETs on the council, uh, you know, in those big council meetings that they have in uh, in the prequels. Um, all right, Jay. Speaking of Jar Jar, we're talking to JJ. Uh, does anybody ever try to call you JJ, or or what other ways do people try to have fun with the name Jay? I've I've had JJ. Once I remember uh, there used to be this club booker back in Chicago, like and she was booking me because I was doing up comedy club at the time when Stent, when uh, Second City had their comedy club and I was getting the email. and She was like, hey, JJ. And I was like, who the fuck is JJ? Uh, <laughs> and it was literally spelled J-A-Y-J-A-Y. I was like, who in the fuck is because that's not me. And so I've had that. I think I have the uh, one letter all the time, the letter J. I'm like, y'all just going to leave out the other little two letters that most people use anyway when they say J. Like, the average person is just saying J and just going, oh, J. No, it's either J-A-Y or they're trying to be fancy, J-A-I. But I've had, those are like the really only two. I like J, period. That is really pretentious. <laughs> that sounds pretentious <laughs> as shit. Yeah, just like J. Pierpont Finch. Um, let's do last name. Let's talk Washington. Yes. The highs and the lows <laughs> of being named after the alleged father of our country. Uh, I know somewhere there's slaves in my family. Uh, if you want to go there, uh, <laughs> I know that is because they're like, if you notice, there's a thing, there's a track that they did that said that there's no white people last name Washington and very few, if any, black people last name Lincoln. Really? Yeah. Hmm. You've so, never heard of a you never heard of a white Washington past George Washington. I'm trying to think of one. I can't. Right. Yeah, oh. Washington Heights. Um yeah. That's a great that's a great point. And, and it's pretty much the same deal with Lincoln. Yeah, you can't think of a black a very few, if any, there are very few, if any, black people last name Lincoln. So for to see a black uh, Washington, you have to buy a ticket to Hamilton. Yep. Wow. I never, uh, I mean, well, you'd always see it. I think it's always a black uh, a black person. Yeah, playing in them, Hamilton yeah. instead yep. of a white guy, which makes a lot more sense. Yep. It's, it's, a, it's more of a black name now than I, I that's really interesting. That, yeah. <laughs> Yep. I mean, did you know that, Doug? Had you ever thought about no. that before? It's crazy. No. Um, wow. Now I'm trying to think of what about Jefferson? Hmm. I, I can't think. Of, I don't think. I can't think of any white Jeffersons. There's Chris Christopherson. That is completely on a whole different level, but okay. Right? <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's interesting. So. Uh, but what? How did you relate to uh, Washington? And you know, just in the overall, like W is at the end of the alphabet, so always, always last when uh, mm-hmm. things are done alphabetically. Mm-hmm. 
nicknames was like I got teased a little bit in grammar school. I remember getting called washing machine. I was like, that was cre- <laughs> I was like, that was creative. Uh, so creative. I was like, that was creative. Uh, yeah, I think that was a really big thing. But yeah, other than that, yeah, just being Washington because I have. So I let me preface this. I know who my father is. Like, I know my father and my father was in my life till he passed when I was five. But I have my mother's last name. Mm. My brother and I have our mother's last name. My father's last name was Randall, but I have my mother's last name. I see. So it was always because my dad died right before they had the chance to get married, which I don't know why that affected me because I was I was already born. I was here like why I couldn't. What would have changed with my name? Like after you get married, now you want to change my name. But like I, you know, I have just always have been Washington and my brother is Washington as well. All right. How what you think Randall would have been any different for you? It had been weird, you know, (laughs) trying to trying to li- literally think about it how would jay randall sound you know in certain things is like all right it could sound cool but i guess because i was so used to always being a washington you know i never ever thought of randall yeah i mean nobody ever unless you're trying to change your name for showbiz or something nobody ever really thinks about you know what their na- last name could have been because your last name just is your last name generally yeah, it's just it's just it's just weird in my case because you know most people typically have their father's last name, you know, or unless the father passed away or something like that. But my dad was my father passed a month before my younger brother was born. So I I knew for a fact my brother was gonna have his name, but he didn't. But we both are last name Washington. All right. Are you satisfied with that answer, Doug? <laughs> yeah. Um, so you never you you just have always uh i mean obviously like the wrestling and being able to call yourself trauma is uh you know you you never really used washington in in relation to wrestling right not until the not until 2019 when i started because i had stopped for a while because I stopped wrestling for a while back in Chicago because of uh, not just my neck, but stand up started taking off and then acting started happening. So I didn't have time to wrestle. And so when I moved out here, uh, the opportunity came up and I just at one point I was like, well, what's one more thing to add to my plate? Because I was already doing a lot. And so I just knew because I'd already started to build his fan base as Jay Washington. I was like, yo, I'm just going to keep the moniker that I had being the urban gladiator. And just instead of being trauma again, it was just the urban gladiator, Jay Washington. Ah, okay. I like it. Have you ever been in a room with your aunt and some, like someone, she called you gizmo while somebody else in the same room called you trauma? No. And I don't know what I would do. I think I think that's how you open up a, a riff in a space time continuum. I think that's how you shut down dimensions because then my brain would explode. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like that. That'd be a lot to process uh, for any brain. But did you mostly get out of uh, wrestling uh, injury free? 
Yeah, for the mo- for the most part, yeah. I mean, you have the natural little. I had the small injuries. I was fortunate. I was just telling somebody yesterday. I was fortunate that I've never had any like major major injuries where it's required breaks or surgeries or things sure. like that. I was su- I was super um, super fortunate. There's so much in wrestling that it that it happens. That's like you know you could just hurt yourself without even another person having to lay hands on you because there's so much you know, diving around and stuff onto crazy surfaces and into chairs. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It's, uh, it's you know, because as you get further along, you want to make the matches more interesting for the crowds and whatnot, and you tend to take more risk and do a lot of things that after you do them, you regret. Because I know I took, I used to take shots to the head straight up with steel chairs and kendo sticks, and I would do that, and I'd be like, Jesus Christ, this is why am I doing this? You know, the adrenaline is going or I did one match. It was a three. It was a triple threat. It was three of us and it was a three way chain match. And we all were chained by the wrist to like 15 feet of chain a piece. <laughs> and I remember it was me and two other dudes. Both of them are like over six two and 300 plus pounds. And I did what's called a moonsault, which is a backflip off the top rope outside the <laughs> ring onto the both of them. Well, that Jesus. is. And you you think uh, adrenaline and skill keeps you from uh, you know really fucking things up when that when you do that kind of thing? It not really. I mean, because it can still it, accidents can happen at any moment. That's the right, one thing sure. about that business. No matter how much your adrenaline is up, no matter how much you do everything to the T you're supposed to do every way you was trained and every way everything that happens, you could, you know, when you make the fall and the landing, the force of your body can throw somebody back further and then you hit something. You know, it, it's not always meant to be. Yeah. You hope everything just goes, boom, I'm here, I landed this spot, and that's it. Get ready to do whatever's next. Have you seen that sport uh, that's out there now? I think it's called race tag or speed tag i have seen some of the most wildest shit and they chase each other yes i've seen it yeah i saw i was like wait the the stuff i did as a kid is now a quote-unquote professional competitive sport <laughs> yeah i throw a beanbag into a hole now it's uh they got tournaments and everything yeah i'm like are you fucking serious yeah, it's so wild. All the little like and now pickleball seems to be like really catching on in a big way. That just always seemed like, you know, kids playing because they don't have an actual tennis court or actual, you know, rackets. You know, so they just take a couple of paddles and knock it's a wiffle so ball. It's so wild. Around. It's so wild because <laughs> it's like you see all this stuff happening and you're like, wait. If I look, I was told to stop playing these games and I went and grew up and tried to have another career. And if I would have not listened to my mama, I could have been doing this shit on TNT right now. You know, yeah. you could just apply yourself because it's true. Though, like the young, they're pretty young. Most of the players, it's not like, you know, some old guy who's been great at cornhole his whole life finally gets out there and wins a tournament. It's always these young dudes that are just, uh, you know, just probably got into it as a teenager and then. Just got good at getting that bag in the hole. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it is like, how how the fuck? Like, these are, prof- and then when people sit there, like, freeze tag, for instance, they're like, no, these are these are professional athletes. No, these are people with a fucking DHD that don't take Adderall that just managed <laughs> to get somebody with a, with a TV deal to say, come on and run your dumb ass over here. <laughs> and it's, it's just crazy how, like, how, uh, you know, Obviously, cornhole is not dangerous, but like some of some of these new other new ones are like 
it's just wild how uh you know the dangers cooked into it is like such a big part of it even even all like the x games things just just like there's so much uh opportunity for uh injury you know of course i mean it's always going to be no matter what, even with basket, I have basketball has is prone to injuries. But the you know, even the more extreme you go, like now, thanks to Russia, we now have a power slap league in America. What? We have a league where people <laughs> want to willingly get the dog shit slapped out of them. Why? Yeah, that one is uh, interesting. I think that kind of uh, uh, <laughs> it feels like because I every time I saw people do that in uh, austin texas i kept uh running across people slapping each other in the face uh, in a parking lot while drinking and um i i just don't i can't get over that one because also you could hurt your hand you know it's a two-way yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's been it can be painful for everybody uh but i you know people just like to feel something i guess I don't know. You know. <laughs> I just can't see myself. The only time I feel like I need to slap the shit out of somebody is if you say something just that absurd, disrespectful, and dumb. I don't feel like I need to <laughs> just stand in front of you. First of all, let you hit me first while you line up your face, your hand to my face. I watch people get this and a one and a two, and then I got to do the same thing. I feel like there's a special spot in hell for everyone that competes in that. That is how you train to be the devil's helpers if you are in a pro slapping league. <laughs> <laughs> it's very, it's very un unusual behavior. But what about uh, what about like a, a hot wings contest? Like, are you a person that can eat extremely hot things? So. <laughs> So I used to do a show, a live show on the internet called Blurds in the Hood with my co-host Winston. And we had a friend who works on the show. So we decided one day for like, because we would get donations on the show that we were going to do the Hot Ones Challenge. And so I really don't eat spicy, spicy food, but I was like, uh, for $100 per donation, I'll keep trying. And I we got all the way to the hottest one. And I just felt like, my life was over. I was never going to be the same again because it gets to a point with those sauces past a certain level. There's no flavor, just heat. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. why would somebody even make something like that? No, it's uh, it's insane. Now they just keep getting hotter and hotter. And people are just like, yeah, I'll do it. Like people just, uh, they don't mind that, uh, how awful it's going to be. And, um, it's uh, it's strange to me. I've never uh, never been able to do that, but I am starting to eat uh, spicier things because I'm trying to, uh, you know, I, I try things that are spicy more than I used to. So I, I do like a little spice, but to intentionally cause yourself to like turn red and your eyes water and can't breathe and and there's also a level of pain. It's like it really messes up your stomach. Yeah. <laughs> it is painful. Yeah, I can't even begin to think about what it does to the stomach. That's so, so nasty. Uh, well, Jay Washington, you did a terrific job of answering these tough, hard-hitting questions. You have, you know what you guys do? Great work. You guys were thoughtful, thought-provoking. <laughs> you guys were innovative. And I was I was honored to be a part of this. <laughs> we just need one password from you. All right, then... so that password is going to be Bigfoot. And instead of O's, it's two zeros. 
what do you got to promote? Let's do some plugs. Uh, yeah. So on the 8th of March, when does this come out? Uh, tonight. Okay. So on the 4th, this Saturday, I will be 10 p.m. I'll be at the Ice House in Pasadena in the main room. Come check that out. On the 8th, next Wednesday, I'll be at the Improv in Hollywood, the 10 p.m. show there. Uh, I got a bunch more stuff coming up. I'd be naming dates for the rest of this month consistently. But I would say hit me up on Instagram and TikTok at Mr. J Washington, M-R-J-A-Y. You should really know how to spell Washington. (laughs) Yes. If school has done anything, it's taught us how to spell Washington. You'd be surprised the people who do not know. I've had so many people who will go W-A-S-H-I Washington is G. And T-O-N, and I was like, what? What? (laughs) What?" (laughs) Yeah, it's one of the simpler, uh, longest words to spell. So it's got to be wild when uh, people can't get it. But um, what's your, did you say what your socials are? Yes, I did. I would say Instagram (laughs) and TikTok. I would definitely, for all the listeners, please follow me on TikTok. I just lost two major opportunities in this damn stand-up game because I don't have enough TikTok followers, which I am really beginning to hate. That that is a... So they'll really use that as a reason to not book you somewhere? I am dead dead serious, bro. I literally lost two opportunities because not because I'm I'm verified on Instagram, which is a legit one. Got 10,000 there, got almost 13,000 on Twitter. But because I do not have enough TikTok followers, I lost out on two major opportunities. Oh, my God. Holy shit, Doug. We got to get on TikTok. (laughs) Oh, God. I know, right? You don't because you don't want to. You're like, I got to do everything else. And now I got to deal with this, too. And I understand it's part of the game. But yep, 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 yep. What did you do? The like, do you try to make like two TikToks a day like they say you should do? Oh, it's two. I thought it was just one. So let me go ahead and put another one up eventually. Uh, (laughs) I was just doing one a day, but clearly I got to do two now. Maybe it is one, but I, I I thought it was two. But I, you know, you get different advice from uh, different uh, people. Like that's a cottage industry now. On uh, the socials is hitting you up saying, "I can I, if you pay me, I'll get you more followers." It's like, wow. Uh, I don't I don't think it works that easy. But um, Doug, what do you got to plug? Next Friday here in Austin, Texas, I will be at Hotel Vegas. On a show with Chris Tellez, our buddy, uh, part of a thing called the Smoke Out with some bands and stuff like the Octopus Project. That's at seven o'clock next Friday, Hotel Vegas, and then March twenty fourth, I'll be in New Orleans at the Civic Theater opening for my buddy Dan Cummins. Come on out to that. Nice. What day? What day's the the Austin thing? That is next Friday, three ten. The tenth. Yeah. March 10th? Yeah. All right. I can't make it to that. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're in town. I forgot. Shit. No, I won't be in town yet. I'll be uh, I'll be at sea. I'm going on the 311. Oh, right, right, right. And then I'll be at South by. But before both of those things, on March 5th, I'm doing Doug Laws movies at Dynasty Typewriter here in Los Angeles at 420 in the afternoon. And all of my dates and details can be found at douglasmovies.com. Jay Washington, it's been a delightful most of an hour talking to you. Doug, and Doug, thank you so much for having me. 
And I thought of a, we think of a dumb pun or we just, a, you know, something that we can jam the word Doug into or the name Doug into as the title of the episode. And uh, that's how I'm going to close it out today. So as always, Mr. Doug goes to Washington. <laughs> <laughs>